Good afternoon to each and every one. Happy Tuesday to you all across the nation. Hope you're having a great day. This is your host, Chris, and you're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. The announcements for today and the coming week are as follows. Tonight is September the 10th at 7.30 p.m. Be so kind as to join us and Apostle Wallace and the Word and Power Church ministry as Apostle Wallace uh, leads Bible study, and the subject of the series tonight is identity theft. That's seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can in your search bar for Facebook type Word and Power Ministries, or you can just look for it on Ignite Movement's Facebook page. Also, Wednesday midnight. Please join Ignite Movement for our midnight prayer call. We pray every Wednesday at midnight. You dial 515-604-9094 and the code is 692-608-467. You can also send your prayer request to ignitepray at gmail.com. And another announcement is our very own Apostle Pettigen in Transformation Nation. You don't want to miss it on the third uh, Monday of every month, which I believe that's the 16th of September that's coming up. Um, Apostle Pettigen, they're launching a spinoff of Transformation Radio called Off the Chain. They're having a guest speaker, uh, thought provoker. And it'll be a conversation you don't want to miss. You go to www.cliftonpettigen.com forward slash transformation radio. Also, September 21st, Apostle Pettigen will have a webinar that discusses the importance of constructing a plan that attracts the new you that you desire. You can register at www.cliftonpettigen.com forward slash webinars. They also have a virtual book club meeting that's on September the 22nd. You go to www.facebook.com forward slash stagnation to transformation. And closing out the month, there will also be a transformation radio episode. So you can find all of this information on www.cliftonpettigen.com forward slash transformation radio or go to www.thetransformationradio.life. Be sure to check out all these great things that are going on with Ignite Movement. But today's podcast, I thought it would be great to, to, be, to discuss the concept of... Um, you know, in scriptures, in Colossians 3, 2, it talks about setting your mind on things above. We've heard that, you know, said many of us, be it in church or in conversation with others. So today we're going to talk about what does that mean in the context of the scripture and in the context of our daily life. I'm going to go get some hot tea right quick, but uh, you get your coffee, get a snack and come on back as we dive deep into what it means to set your mind on things above. Talk to you soon.
So today's scripture is Colossians 3, 2, and it says, set your mind on things that are above and not on things that are on the earth. I mean, at first glance, this verse utterly could seem out of touch with reality, out of touch with everyday experiences. I mean, think about your life, uh, your work, your chores, your tasks, the varied range of things that people have to do and get through in a day, the complexities of people. How are we really supposed to set our mind on things that are above when the things on the earth are so urgent and necessary? And if you've ever wondered how you're supposed to do that, then the truth for today is that you're not alone. Yet the historical context of this scripture is that we find Apostle Paul providing instructions on how Christians are to live out their faith, talking to those who have accepted Christ and received him as their savior. In many ways, it's a big picture view. At least that's what, you know, some commentaries call it. In previous scriptures, there's a part of it that reads, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Saved means and it's important to talk about that because sometimes we hear these concepts in these scriptures and you have no idea we have no idea what that means in the context that is written and what it means for our life so when we think about being saved what it means is that sin no longer has a voice in how we live our lives every bad choice every strike against us every hostility and error and regret and condemnation has been removed from us it's been wiped away by Christ's sacrifice the old you is dead and who you are now has been raised up to walk again reborn into a new life more specifically when we're speaking about being raised with Christ this means that you me us we have the same favor with God that Jesus has God sees everything about us and our life through Christ that is within us so If everything in your life is in Christ, so are all your circumstances. And if you can't be separated from the love of God, then that means your circumstances can't be separated from the power of God. So what does this mean when we're talking about setting our minds on things above? And I bring that up because oftentimes when we have life, you know, the experiences, sometimes there's situations that we didn't see coming. There's things that are happening all around us that are out of our control. And we're facing, you know, attitudes and our mindset and how we're perceiving it. And setting our mind above means there's a difference between our state and our standing. And I say that because sometimes we connect those two together when they're actually different. You know, our state is often how we see ourselves outside of Christ. Stay with me for this illustration. You know, we can sometimes see ourselves as weak and powerless, incapable. Or if we're looking at the scripture about the case of the 10 spies who went with Joshua and in Caleb, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. And what this means is often when you have situations or experiences uh, that occur, the enemy or our inner critic gets us convinced 
that we can't fight it, that we can't overcome it, that this situation, this experience, this journey, this whatever we're defining it it as is something that we can't overcome because it's bigger than we are. It's stronger than we are that we, you, me, us are just not capable, not strong enough. And that in fact, we are really just like a grasshopper. And then we take on that persona and we see the giants and feel like grasshoppers in our own sight. And what this means is that when we're looking at that story is that they, that what they saw, they turned their thinking into a negative place that was so destructive that the people couldn't inherit the promises of God. Because is it possible that you meet us are focusing on our state instead of our standing when we look at our lives because Abba is greater and bigger than our circumstances. Just want to, you know, leave that with you as a note. You know, your standing is who you are in Jesus, who you are in Christ. And it's important, it's so important that we think about this and really begin to break this down in our life. Because I think we're at many points in life where our circumstances prevail more than the truth of who God is within us. Because as we said earlier, the old you is dead and your confession is all that God wants to do for you and to be for you. You know, and I wanted to remind you of your standing and not your state. And I think it's important to remind you of your standing because, you know, sometimes life, our experiences, our mind, inner critic, the enemy can remind, can, can make us remember things that we should forget, can tell us we're people who we're not, that tell us we're the old, you know, us, when the truth is we're new in Christ, that the old us is dead and we're alive with Christ, with Christ dwelling within us. And so I just encourage you to remember some of these things when we're thinking about your standing. One is that you are a new creation. You are people for his possession. Possession. You are a royal priesthood. You are alive to God. All grace abounds toward you. All sufficiency is in you. You through him, you're anointed. You're the apple of God's eye. As he is, so are we in the earth. You're baptized into one spirit. You're being perfected. You're beloved. You're blameless. You have bold access to the throne. You're chosen you're the chosen generation. Christ indwells with you in all of his fullness. You are a co-heir with Christ. You're blessed. You're blessed with all the spiritual blessings. You're as bold as a lion because you're born again. You can do all things in Christ. You are declared holy. You're elect. You're enriched. Everything works in your favor. You're free. You're free from sin. You're fruitful. You're gifted. You're the habitation of God. You're given all things. You have the mind of Christ. He is at work in you. He is for you and not against you. You are healed. You're hidden in Christ. You're highly favored. You are his body. You are his workmanship. You are increasing in the knowledge of God. You're inseparable from the love of God. You are joint heir with Jesus. You're justified. You're known by him, lacking in nothing. You're the light of the world. You're made in his image. You're a sound mind. You are ordained. You are the people of God and you are the pillars of God. You are redeemed. You share his authority a steward of the mysteries. You are an elect of God. You 
are absolutely worthy of the Lord. And those are things that we have to get within our spirit and, and within our mind and in our heart to not, to know them on a level that isn't just, you know, repetition or reciting or saying it or mantras, but that we have to believe it. Because I often feel that often in the church, we we will know things or have heard things, but we haven't necessarily believed them. Or we don't always believe that it's applicable to us. Or we put conditions where they're promises. And promises are relational. Our standing is who who God sees us to be. These are the things that he's said of us. That's what he's thinking. And we need to really focus on renewing our mind and aligning it so that we know that. And I know there's somebody probably listening and go, well, what about my problem? My point is that, you know, when we think about our problems and our circumstances and wherever it is and whatever it is that you may be facing, the truth for today is that we have to set our mind above, above in the sense of who we are in Christ, setting our mind on knowing that our is greater than any circumstance, situation, and experience that we face, setting our mind on thinking higher than the way that it looks and the way that it feels. And we have to get intentional with our mind, specifically our attitude. And I know that it starts there. I'm convinced that it starts there because we can we can stand up and we can shout out all the things that Abba says about us. But if we don't believe it, it really doesn't matter because you have to believe it for yourself. And some of these things, it takes, you know, a repetition of doing over and over again. You apply it by believing. You apply it by choosing to think positive. You apply it by practicing learning and growing it. You you apply it by finding teachers and being teachable. You find you apply it by conquering fear. You apply it by Taking action. It is movement. We move each and every day. It's something that we have to continuously do, continuously knowing who we are in Christ and knowing who he is for us, knowing what our standing is, you know, with him and knowing that, you know, he has a plan and a purpose for our life. Because we can look sometimes even in the life of people in the Bible. And I think about David and some of the Psalms and how on one Psalm he'd be in praise and in another Psalm he'd be in discouragement. And you'll look down later and he's back in praise again. And nothing in the scripture, nothing in the moment had changed, yet his praise, his thankfulness, his gratitude, his belief in who God would be for him remained. And we have to be like that because there's sometimes experiences that we will have in our life that, you know, I can't promise you there's going to be some absolution that is going to be absolutely resolved at the end of this podcast or at the end of a prayer or at the end of a service. I don't, you know, have the ability to promise that. And nobody does because I think we as people, be it in ministry or not, no real experiences of people that that's not how that worked at all. Yet we still trust God, yet we still continuously know that he is faithful and merciful and gracious and kind and good to us. We know that by the experiences that we've had with him each and every day. That's probably why the older saints and seasoned saints as they would and and grandmama and granddaddy would sing, nobody promised me that the road would be easy, but I don't believe that he left, he brought me here this far to leave me because the promise that we hold on to is that 
He promises to never leave us nor forsake us. He promises us that he has a good plan for our life, that it is for good and not for evil. And even when we don't know the plan, we still know him. We still can trust in him and who he is for us, that we can continue to walk with him in the journey and and speak with him and talk with him. He wants a relationship with each and every one of us and you know, he'll reveal what the plan is over time. Sometimes it comes automatically. Sometimes it comes in pieces. Sometimes you got to keep walking. Sometimes there are situations where, you know, we don't get the answer immediately. Sometimes he doesn't take the pain away, but he's still present. There's sometimes we have to walk things through. And I know there's certain circumstances and things that happen. We don't want to walk it through. We just want him to fix it. You know, isn't that the point of you being Abba? I'm just being real. <laughs> Just being real, there have been times in my own life where that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, look, you God, you can fix so many things. Why won't you fix that? And the things that real talk, that's not how it happens. It's not that's not how it you know works out. But when we're thinking about our concept and just the idea of setting our mind on things above, what are you thinking about? Well, you might can't control the things that come in your mind. But you can control what you focus on. You can focus on what you believe and really learning what it is that you believe. Who do you believe Abba is for you? Perhaps that's what it means when you talk about the scripture. Who do you say I am? You know, what does that mean for your life? The truth for today We have to set our mind on who we are in Christ. We have to set our mind on knowing that Abba is greater than any circumstance, situation, or experience we face. No matter what the problem is, no matter what the feeling and the emotion that we we have, my hope will always be the promises that God gives to me. Not just me, but the promises he gives to you because it's all of us, you know? I hope that's encouraged you for today. I hope that's giving you some things to think about. I thank you so much for listening, for tuning in to the podcast today. You can always support it by providing feedback, prayer requests, and comments to Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. See y'all next time. Peace.